everybody, it's lovely to join you again. I wanted to share this podcast with you because it's been a really powerful, energetic experience over the last week or so um, as we've had the solstice. And even though the two weeks up to the solstice and the two weeks post the solstice are all still very charged, the epicenter, the climax of that experience is always on on or directly around that day. And um, yeah, and there was a lot that came up around it. Um, particularly, I observed around the expectations that we have for ourselves and whether or not we have met those expectations and our feelings around that. And so I wanted to talk today about the concept of winning and failing and how that plays out from our shadow side, our shadow aspects, and my, my perspective on shadow aspects and the process that I go through and take my the clients or the people that I mentor through in order to integrate the shadow aspect because it is only through deep powerful acceptance of every aspect of who we are that we can really experience a sense of freedom and ease actually and both those things are obviously so important so yeah, I wanted to basically start off by discussing some of the things that came up with this solstice recently. I received phone calls from clients who were in the midst of going through really challenging mental health experiences. And, you know, it was a really amazing thing to observe because when you start to uh, perceive life from a uh, a soul level, I suppose, from a place that appreciates the multidimensionality of things, you are able to perceive situations very differently. And what I mean by that is, you know, for, for some people, they were breaking up with people and they were trying to get over that experience and they were really in it. And, and even though it's a really painful experience, and there's no doubt about that, it, what it was also doing and what it always does do is bring up lots of issues within the self that need to be met. So this is essentially what our shadow side is really about. And I want to go over this a little bit with you guys because I was coaching a lady this morning and she said, oh, you know, I've, I've listened to lots of things about shadow work and but I've never had it explained to me like that. And I take her through, I take all my clients when I start working with them, <clears throat> whether they're awakening star seeds or, you know, CEOs that are trying to improve their business, whatever the, whatever situation they're in, I feel it's so important to start with a profound understanding of how to integrate your shadow aspect. And your shadow aspects are the parts of you that you have not been able to sh shine a conscious light on. So they have stayed in your subconscious shadow and they are emotions, feelings that have come up in your life experience or previous life experiences, karmic experiences that are in your energy body that have not been processed and integrated. And so when a situation occurs or someone comes into your life that um, 
triggers those shadow aspects, those emotions within you, it's actually a really profound opportunity for you to see these subconscious parts of you that really want your attention. But because as a culture, we are really taught to avoid pain and to blame others, we have this um, unfortunate pre like predisposition to turn away from what's coming up within us and to blame the people around us. You have made me feel, my goodness, that in itself is such a potent sentence. If I ever catch myself thinking that, oh, that situation has made me feel, this person has made me feel, I know it's a really big opportunity for me to sit with me and actually see what's going on inside of me. And, and this is the thing that people don't necessarily understand. They think the fault or the, the, the threat, the thing that is causing the pain within them is coming from outside. But actually, that's not the case. Yes, people can behave poorly around you, but people can behave poorly around you and you have no reaction to them. And so it actually just tells you when you react strongly to someone else's behavior that there is something in this interaction that is highlighting a part of you that has not been acknowledged. And when our energy body has aspects that have not been fully acknowledged by the conscious mind, it will go out of its way to bring attention to them. And the reason it does this is because, fortunately, we have this inbuilt desire, uh, what you could say like a God-given, <laughs> like a divine, it's like a device that was a sacred device within our being that literally propels us forward through life with a desire to become whole. And it's because of this innate desire that our body will actually present shadow aspects to us in a way that is really uncomfortable. Because the reality is that's the best way to get our attention. <laughs> When things are all happy and light, we just, you know, swing through life. But when something goes wrong, when we feel upset about something, that is often the time that we will pause to reflect. And if it's serious enough, take action. And so, and this is why anxiety is something that is actually a very powerful um, gift in many ways, because anxiety is a really profound experience that demands a change if it is listened to. A lot of people live with low-key anxiety that they distract themselves from in various ways which actually does them a disservice because when you are attuned to how you feel, when you are striving to feel good every day and you observe in your being a sharp reaction to someone saying something or doing something, you have the opportunity in that moment to actually integrate an aspect of your shadow and allow yourself to become more whole. Because when we are living with lots of shadow aspects, with lots of emotions that are easily triggered by 
external factors, we are living in a place of great discomfort generally. And that is because there is conflict internally. Anxiety is a direct symptom of internal conflict because there are core beliefs within us that conflict with each other. One core belief is, I am a good person. Another core belief could be, I'm a selfish person. These two things don't line up. And so when we have a situation outside of ourselves where we're presented with someone who is selfish, we might be triggered by that because we have an innate fear of our own selfishness because it hasn't been met within us. So without getting too detailed, hopefully you are clear on the fact that our shadow aspects are the parts of us that have not yet been acknowledged. And so they're the emotions that have not been healed. They're the wounds that we're carrying because for example, our mothers told us that we were selfish when we were young. And so this core belief of being selfish is still in our system. When we witness someone being selfish, it triggers us because we feel vulnerable in that area. And it's only when we sit with our vulnerability internally, when we feel the part of us that truly believes that we're selfish, when we allow ourselves to feel the profound discomfort of that reality, when we finally stop pushing against that belief and trying to come up with a thousand ways to prove it wrong, that we are a good person, that we are a generous person, that we are selfless, because that's what we will be doing. We'll be trying to prove that subconsciously because of this core belief. But when we sit with the reality of this core belief, when we allow it to be fully felt, fully acknowledged, we integrate it. And then that energy is no longer sitting there, tight, constricted and blocking. It has transformed, it has returned and expanded back into its natural state of flow. We have returned to a, a better state of wholeness. There is not a part of us that is resisting our natural flow. It has integrated back into our being. So this solstice recently brought up, triggered, created experiences in our reality that saw us observe parts of ourselves that we have not yet acknowledged, have not yet integrated. What a powerful gift that was. And one of these aspects that I really wanna talk about today is this concept of failing and this need to win. Because this came up with a few clients and, and it's something that I've had to move through in my experience and so I, I totally appreciate it. And it's this sense of feeling like a failure. And, and so what this, this is, is really these two polar opposites that a lot of people who are really caught up in the, the 3D reality, the very earthly based uh, capitalist perspective, you could say, of which is driven by a concept of you're either winning or you're failing. And if you're not winning, then you must be failing. And there doesn't seem to be much middle ground. And the reality is that what this construct is about is this sort of series of milestones that our culture feels we must live up to. And in that, what happens is 
there is a lot of disenfranchisement within each of us as individuals because if we're not living up to this series of milestones we feel like we are failing equally we can spend our entire lives like focused on striving to maintain these milestones so you're either in the winning game in which case it's just hard bloody work <laughs> and or you're you don't feel like you're in the winning game and you're failing and that's hard bloody work too so it's actually really being able to step back from both these perspectives or from a perspective that encompasses both of them and and really observe this in a way that helps you recognize your innate desire to win and this might look like having a successful relationship have a successful career having the material all the material things or having all of those things you know um once we can accept or observe our need our craving in some cases for those things then we can start to acknowledge wherever we feel we are in relation to those things so if we're not experiencing what we want to experience we often feel like we're failing and this creates a lot of internal conflict this whole system of winning and failing creates a lot of inner conflict because winning often is you know a certain thing that happens it's a milestone as i said earlier like getting married or um having a child or getting the promotion or making the sale or launching the product or whatever those things are but you see there's all this time between these milestones and generally we feel like we're not winning in them we feel like we're either about to win maybe gonna win or we're failing and all of this is creating a lot of drama in the system a lot of um unpleasant um energy that is just conflict and discomfort and it's only when we start to sit with the reality of these aspects of us that want these things and can accept that we want these things as well as accept that we feel we're failing at them when we can sit with all these parts of ourselves acknowledging that can be really hard because no one wants to f admit even to themselves that they feel like they're failing or that they may have even feel like they've failed nor do we want to admit that we're constantly striving to win for so many reasons okay we have so much judgment that is systemic in our thinking process and we are constantly living with this aspect of pressure and when we start to acknowledge it and accept all these parts of ourselves by sitting with them and feeling how we happen to feel about them deeply feeling it allowing it to be expressed allowing it to be voiced in some cases when we're able to do that we create acceptance and that creates ease so when we accept that i feel i've failed i accept that i feel i'm always striving i accept that nothing i do will ever be good enough i accept this pressure that i put upon myself when you sit and profoundly accept these parts of who you are 
And then you can start to move into a place of accepting where you're at right now. And it's in that place that you finally step out of these two polar experiences and you move into a sense of presence and a deep acceptance of the quality of that presence. And in the process of it moving through all that acceptance, what you've been doing is facing these different parts of yourselves, parts of yourself and bringing them into your reality, sorry, bringing them into your heart, bringing them into your acceptance. And as you've done this, you've reduced the conflict. You have created harmony. You have been harmonizing these two polarities and in the process, creating wholeness. And so you see anxiety, fear, anger, judgment, all of these aspects are aspects of ourselves that have sat in judgment of who we are because of our life experiences, because our mothers or fathers told us certain things about ourselves when we were young, which were based on the way they saw themselves, nothing to do with us, but they were things that we then took and made our own. Equally, we can be carrying trauma from past lives. All of these things are in our system. And it's when we have experiences like the, the solstice or the new moon that's coming up, anything like this, big astrological events, seasonal changes, where the energy is really lifted, when the feelings aren't quite powerful, quite strong, instead of seeing these times as really awful and hard and yucky, if you can find it within you to say to see these experiences as an opportunity, like a portal opening up in time that will actually give you the, the space and time to sit with what's coming up, to sit with this fear of failure, to sit with this constant need to strive ahead, to sit with this imposter syndrome or, or this anxiety or whatever it is and give yourself permission to fully feel it as icky and unpleasant as it is, if you can do that, if you can take advantage of these times, you will move forward in a sustainably different and better way. And that's because the times that we are currently in are allowing us to transform our karma in one life, <laughs> this life, because the energies that are being experienced by the planet at the moment that we are existing in are profoundly elevated and powerful. And we have never had this before in our civilization's existence. And so we can take advantage of this situation by taking time out to sit with what is happening within us. And the reason that we want to do this isn't only because then we will feel better about winning and failing and we'll be able to be more present. It's not only that. It's actually because by doing that, we improve our future because we manifest all everything in our existence from the inside out. And so if we're living with a lot of internal conflict, with a lot of um, preconceived ideas about who we are or who we should be or must be, we are actually consistently manifesting a reality that is limited by these beliefs. So when we take the time out to actually 
shift and transform the way that we feel on the inside, we actually set ourselves up for a new future experience because we are no longer regurgitating feel um, a reality that is moving through this lens, this internal lens of limitation. We are now creating a reality that is moving through an internal picture which is much more supportive, much more holistic, much more compassionate and accepting and empowering and encouraging because we've taken the time to sit with all these broken parts of ourselves and unconditionally love, accept them and bring them home. And in that process of transformation, we have set ourselves up for an incredibly powerful future. How exciting. <laughs> so I hope that this has made sense. And I also hope that it has potentially inspired you to see really challenging emotional experiences in a new light, that they really aren't working against you. They are working for you. But the only way you can take advantage of that is if you sit and listen to your body, feel into what is coming up and transform it by experiencing the discomfort that it can often present you with. So I hope that that was useful and I really hope that it helps you in your journey to finding greater wholeness in yourself because that truly is where your peace will be found. Sending you lots of love and I'll speak to you soon.